0: Welcome, friend, to episode 17 of my podcast, The View from the Crow's Nest. And I am Romeo Crow, and I welcome you and thank you for listening in with me today. Today, I'm going to do a little review of my day, a couple of thoughts that I had, and then I guess some takeaways that I was thinking of off the back of it. Um, Today, I, I, well, in fact, the last few days, I got roped into um, helping my brother out with his new business, Um, I had actually mentioned this about a week ago and uh, I had said on the podcast that I wouldn't be helping because I had other projects on. And um, he asked me and lent a bit of emotional pressure on me and I relented and said, yes, I'd help. But that leads on to the kind of second part and the third part. So he has put together um, a team. In fact, he sold his business a few years ago and a couple of guys that used to work with him on that business have come on board for this one along with He's um, co-creator of this uh, business. So there's now a kind of team of four of them. And um, they've got some excellent skills and experience between them, some very high level skills and experience. And they've got some external developers working on the uh, website and whatnot. But what they lack is um, some skills and experience specifically with regards to marketing and digital marketing. And so that was where my brother had asked me to help out. And the problem was, One, he's my brother. So, of course, I'm going to help him. But two, he's absolutely right. I have certain skills in those areas and therefore it would make real sense for, you know, I I can help out a lot more quickly than other people can. And this got me to thinking today that all of us um, have, again, a unique set of skills, a unique set of experiences that have given us some expertise and some knowledge and something. The problem is most of us most of the time don't realize that because we either take it for granted or we, we've had those skills for so long or those ideas for so long that for us, they just seem normal. But what we forget is to other people, they are so beyond normal. They're so highly valuable and something that might take us, you know, 10 minutes, half an hour, an hour um, could cost somebody else a hell of a lot more than that in terms of both time and investment to learn how to do something. Again, it's that classic case of the plumber comes around, stops the leak in three minutes by turning a screw and invoices, bills you for a hundred quid. And you say, well, hang on a minute, you're only here for three minutes. So he scribbles out the invoice, changes it. And he said, okay, here you go. It's one pound for turning the screw. It's 99 pounds for knowing which screw to turn. And you've probably heard me tell that anecdote before, but I love that story because it's so true. All of these years that you've spent, that I've spent, that we've spent, in various different jobs even if those jobs seem unrelated in our various pursuits our hobbies our interests outside of that in our own businesses if you've started your own business they may seem unrelated but there's a certain thread through everything that you've done everything that i've done which might not be so obvious um, to ourselves it's like the wood for the trees you know you you can't really see it because you're standing on it in fact i heard the anecdote put By Daniel Priestley, who I really, really like, and I suggest you check out if you're interested in entrepreneurship. Um, He says, you know, everyone's standing on a mountain of value. The problem is you can't see your own mountain because it's like when you are climbing a mountain, everything else you look at is on the horizon. Other peaks, other troughs, valleys, etc. You don't realise exactly how high you are or what's underneath you. And again, that's another good analogy because we spend all our time climbing our own mountains, not realising and not maybe seeing the path or the thread that links it through, etc. So it's worth taking a time to reflect on your own skill set, your own expertise. And one, pat yourself on the back for the ability to bring that to bear on the tasks and jobs and projects that you do and that you make it seem quite effortless and you do things quite quickly. But actually, a lot of other people take a lot more time to get through that if they could, because they don't have your abilities. So pat yourself on the back for having those skills. And then secondly, realize that they are valuable to other people. They are you know, really valuable to a lot of other people. And this brings me on to the other thing that I was musing on today, which is so I, I redid um, a landing page basically or redid the website but it's just in the form of a landing page effectively a squeeze page as the start of a funnel for my brother and there were things about it that still needed to be changed and it took me a few hours and I sent it over and I was like okay well we still need to do xyz change this at the other and my brother was like listen listen it's already 10 times better than it was in fact a lot more than 10 times better and the other changes yes you could make them but you don't understand how much better it is And that kind of reminded me of another key part of this as well. It's really tempting when you're working on something, if you care about your work. And I'm assuming every, you know, if you're listening to this, you probably do care about your work. You tend to, um, we're all perfectionists. We see the flaws in the work that we're doing. And in fact, we see far more flaws in the work that we're doing than most people will notice. And that leads on to this other concept, which I've talked about a lot. Um, I'm not sure if I've actually talked about it on this podcast yet, but I generally talk about it a lot, which is um, Pareto's principle, otherwise known or Pareto's law, otherwise known as um, Pareto's law, otherwise known as the 80-20 principle. And this is an incredibly powerful idea that you can apply to so many things. And the basic idea is this, um, that 80 percent of the effort that you put into something, for example, will um, result in 20% of the benefits. Conversely, 20% of the effort you put in will result in 80% of the benefits. Now, 80-20 isn't a hard and fast. It could be, you know, 95-5, 99-1. The point is, almost everything in life is un-ba- is, is not balanced at 50-50. It's not. You put in more effort, you get more reward. For example, you can you can apply this to so many things. So, for example, look in your wardrobe, and you'll probably find that 20% of your clothes you wear 80% of the time. For example, Um, the actual reasoning came from economics. This uh, Italian economist, 150 odd years ago, Vilfredo Pareto, I think. Um, He basically discovered that um, was it to do with peas actually. I know was to do with money. Um, That in Italy, I think it was, you know. 20% of the people owned 80% of the wealth. And then he looked in other places and found that 20% of his peas were giving 80% of his yield, you know, literally in in, um, growing food and vegetables, etc. So the idea is that when you're doing your own work, you get quite potentially, quite quickly, you get 80% of the quality done. You know, you spend about 20% of the time and you get about 80% of the, the overall quality finished. But then, because you're a perfectionist, because you see the flaws in your own work, I see the flaws in my own work, you then spend much, much longer time, 80% more time, just to squeeze that last 20%. and the, Or, you know, 10% to get to 90%, and then you spend 90% of your time getting that last 10%. Now, unless you are an Olympic-grade athlete, and you're trying to literally shave the, the 001 off of your... Um, you know, your 100-meter sprint or what have you, then unless you're a world world-class performer, no one notices that last 5 or 10%. You know, and I've heard this in languages, for example. If you want to learn a language, you can spend a relatively short amount of time to learn about 80% of the vocabulary in use in most languages, um, in sort of common daily use, but you'll spend a hell of a lot more time to learn the more abstract stuff that actually you generally won't use. So you can apply this to anything. And today I was working on the Grip the Sky experience, and there's a couple of technical bugs, which I've spent probably about three or four days trying to iron out. And actually, the t- you know, th- re- reflecting on it today, this is a classic 80-20 job. You know, most people won't even notice if I took out this particular functionality that I wanted, they won't notice that it's missing because it's not missing it's just a nice to have but I want it and I notice it's missing and I notice that I can't quite get it right and so I'm trying to improve it but I realise I spent three or four of my sessions of my days trying to fix this when in actual fact I probably should have just got rid of it at least at the beginning and just moved on with something else so this is a reminder to myself a reminder to you that twofold number one You are standing on a mountain of value. You really have some expertise and you might not realise it, but a great exercise will be to really work out what that expertise is. And then the second exercise is how you can benefit other people with that expertise, how you can give value. Um, And it doesn't have to be financially, you know, one for somebody paying you for it. There's plenty of ways that you can help other people and give value with your expertise. But. Try and discover that really valuable exercise. The second part is that just because you notice in your work that there are some mistakes or flaws or things that could be improved, 80-20, most people, once it gets to a certain point, most people won't notice those improvements. They really won't. And the third point is flip that back on yourself. You'll spend far more time trying to close that gap between perfection And where you're currently at. And actually, you probably don't really need to do that. And I'm talking to myself, first and foremost, amongst everybody here. So those are my thoughts today. That's what I was after. Yes, my brother managed to pull me back into doing a project that, um, you know, somebody else's project that wasn't on my agenda. Although I believe in the project and actually um, the initial Response has been really, really encouraging. So, he I think he could well be on to a big winner here. But, um, time will tell, I will report back in future podcasts. Um, and outside of that, I've been still reading this one million followers by Brendan Kane that I started yesterday. I feel that he goes a bit too quickly, um, for probably most people. And a bit, um, I think his information is very good, his ideas are very good, but I think he assumes too much of a technical background for the people reading fortunately I have at least some idea of what he's talking about so I'm able to follow and understand the concepts and the reasoning behind it but I think a lot of people might struggle which is a shame because I think I'm only three chapters in but I think there's some high quality stuff in there Um, but principally so far three chapters in it's definitely helped me to remember that again like anything in any business nowadays or any days really. There's two sides to it. One is creating a great product and the second one is engaging people so that they want that product and the underpinning part of all of that is relationships. It's all about relationships and uh, the days of just broadcasting out there to people and assuming people will react and buy uh, I think are long gone and also a bit soulless. So. Moving forward, I mean, I've already been doing this for the last bunch of years, but it's a, a reminder that I'm on the right track. It's about building those relationships. And if that means less people that I'm speaking to, but a higher quality, I'm happy with that. Um, so consider how you might use that if you're in business, how that might affect your business. And there's plenty of um, books and ideas that will go far more into depth about that. Um, particularly I would recommend Daniel Priestley, who I mentioned earlier, his book Oversubscribed or his first book, Key Person of Influence, I think are two almost fundamental books to read if you're going into business um, now for yourself. Or, in fact, if you're thinking of, um, you know, monetizing in some way your uh, mountain of value. So if you want to know any more about any of that, if you want to ask me any questions, if you want to me to cover anything, if you want me to uncover anything, then please do come and see me on Twitter, at Romeo Crow. As always, I would love to hear from you, and I massively appreciate you taking your time to listen to me rabbit on. I hope there was something of use. Um, Have a great day. Take care. Bye.